This is blog number 275, entitled Quality Time Left Revisited. I wrote a blog a while ago about spending time with my father hunting and fishing and how we treat every moment of those like it could be our last. This was an updated version of that, and the picture that accompanies it is also includes my cousin who was on a fishing trip with my dad and I. Believe it or not, you spend 80% of the time you will ever spend with your parents by the time you graduate from high school. That's a scary thought. So, live your life accordingly. All right, let's dive in here. This is a revisit to a theme that I bring up on occasion and during my public speaking events as well. You have to understand that your time on earth is limited, no matter what your age is. The younger you are, the harder this concept is to grasp. I get it. Believe it or not, I was your age once too. In the previous article I wrote, which you can read by clicking the hyperlink in the blog below, I shared something that my dad and I have always talked about and tried to be aware of, and that is not just time left, but quality time left. Recently, we returned home from a fly fishing trip to the San Juan River in New Mexico with my dad, my buddy Brett, and my cousin Jerry. We put this trip together and wanted to get some time in on the water, but also add another trip to the memory bank. It was more quality time together, and there is no amount of money or other things that can replace this. In this particular case, the trip was extra special as my dad had just gotten a hip replacement a few months ago, and this trip, this was the first trip out of state that he and I had done together since. There was a point where I was not sure he would be able to make this happen again, as the pain in his hip was so bad he could barely walk. Obviously, a trip like this includes hiking into a river canyon, stumbling around on slippery rocks, and standing all day, much of which is quite difficult, if not impossible, for someone with a bad hip. The surgery was, as desired, uneventful. Things were fairly routine, and the doctor was happy with the results. In a few days, he was walking around without a walker or any assistance, eager to get back to his usual activities. We weren't sure if this trip was in the cards yet, but we were cautiously optimistic that more hunting and fishing trips would be in his future. But true to form, my dad was back in action quickly, and his calendar uh, of events for the fall has filled up quickly. But this may not have been the outcome, and that is the part I'm trying to emphasize. You shouldn't take this situation, a situation like this, and with a good outcome, think you can shrug it off like it's no big deal. As difficult as it is to think about, I make myself understand the fact that each one of these trips that we do could be our last. Tomorrow is promised to no one. Let me say that again for emphasis. Tomorrow is promised to no one, period. It is easy to fall into the trap of thinking that you always have more time, that there will always be another day or another trip. That is just not the case. If you are lucky, there will be more, but you cannot count on that. You need to make time for the people you love and the things that you want to see and do. If you don't, you will sit stewing with your thoughts of, I wish I had done, whatever it may be, and it will be too late to fix it. Regret is a terrible thing, trust me. 
And in most cases, the things you will regret will be the things that you have not done versus the things that you did. This latest trip is a perfect example of this. My cousin Jerry flew in from Pennsylvania to join us, and this was only the second time he's ever been fishing with us in New Mexico. He spent a few days extra going to Colorado, exploring and sightseeing, and got in another day or two of fishing as well. He went to the hallowed waters of the Dream Stream in Colorado. There's a hyperlink below if you're interested. And managed to figure out things enough to have a little bit of success and catch a few fish. Impressive to say the least. It is one of the most technical places to fish in the U.S. because of the fishing pressure, having to match the insect life that you're fishing with, things like that. And now he has a great story to tell about a big one that got away. My buddy Brett went with us and he got in a couple of sessions on the water before his back started giving him trouble and unfortunately sidelined him for the rest of the trip. He made the right decision to, to fight another day instead of risking making that injury a lot worse. While I hated to leave him behind, he wouldn't have wanted me to sit at the house with him anyway, so the rest of us forged on without him. With the logistics involved in a four-day weekend of fishing, it would be easy to put it off another time, to think that we can make it up and just kind of, that at some point life will ease up and give us the chance to, uh, for a more convenient time to take off work or miss other things. But I'm old enough to know that this is not the case. Life always gets in the way. This is a constant test to see if you are keeping your priorities aligned. And I can tell you that all of the following I'm about to share is true. My soul feels renewed every time after a trip like this. The memories will last forever. I return refreshed and renewed, ready to dive back into my regular life. And as an additional bonus, some of my most creative ideas for work come during or right after a trip like this. When you look at a list such as this, you may wonder why is, would there be any hesitation? But the reality is that we all do it. We all allow things to get in the way of what we want, need, or should do. We all say that we would do anything for family and friends. This, include, this should include committing to spending time together and making memories. Here is the cold, stark reality. My dad has a limited number of trips left in his lifetime. It could be in the single digits at this point. And that saddens me immensely as he and I have spent a lifetime of fishing together. I will fish without him when I have to, but it won't be easy. It will never be easy, but it will get easier as time passes. And this is the best of scenarios, as he should go first. Parents should never have to bear the burden of burying their children. So when he, when he passes, it will be sad for me, but it will not be tragic. Tragic would be him reading my eulogy, not the other way around. Please, take my advice. Make time for the people and the things that you love. You never know when your world will radically be altered forever. You will never get that time back. You have to operate your life with this in mind and minimize the regrets you have at the end. None of us know when the end is coming, so you better assume it'll be sooner rather than later and live accordingly. In the end, if your life was a long and happy one, you will be able to call that a successful ride. If it ends abruptly, 
you at least want to know that you have some things to show for your time here on Earth. You don't need to change the world, but you are responsible for living your own life to the fullest and getting the most out of that time. Nobody can do that but you. I wish you luck in your endeavors.